Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Auburn's recruiting prowess when it comes to men's basketball has only increased since Bruce got here. He has shown that he can not only go to the high school level and get the diamonds in the rough there, if not the five stars as well, but he can go to the JUCO ranks and even maximize what has become an increasingly more crazy world of the transfer portal. With Jabari and Walker Kessler and others leaving at the end of this year, it opened up a void for a lot of potential players to come in. And now those spaces have been filled. And frankly, we thought we might have one more coming in with the announcement of Julian Phillips making his decision for his future you know by now what he chose and that is not auburn and we're going to break that down the impact of the program here today on ever to podcast this is our video and audio podcast series where we talk about the things that are prevalent news topical wise relevant to the auburn family at the current time and we appreciate you joining us whether you're watching here on youtube or you are listening on one of the podcast apps out there we appreciate you stopping in to spend some time with us and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss this, but also all of the content across the E2C network. So, Julian Phillips, he did not commit to Auburn. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> I know a lot of you have uh, seen your Twitter reactions, your other social media reactions of despair and dismay. And let me go ahead and just say it's not everybody. Not everybody's mean that way. And I know some of you do it just for reaction's sake because that's the nature of social media. Everybody wants to get to the likes, the reactions, the tweets, the comments, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what I do here, I guess, too. But Julian Phillips not committing to Auburn and committing to Tennessee is not the end of the world for this program, despite what some people would have you believe. Now, Let's just go ahead and say it. it is a disappointment when you don't get a high caliber player like that who was high up on your, or at least we were high up on his list. That is very disappointing. That never like gets old when someone doesn't pick you because it feels like, you know, don't you see what we got going on here? Don't you see what we've done for guys like Walker and Jabari and Isaac Okoro and Chumo Kiki and then other people that are having some success at the professional level? Don't you see that? Don't you think you should get here? So I get the reaction to that. And I also get the, I want to call it an inferiority complex, but it, it doesn't feel like we should be losing out to Tennessee, does it? Especially when Bruce Pearl is our head coach. So that kind of rubs us a little bit raw. I will understand that to some degree. But it is not the end of the world. And it does not mean that this team is missing some piece. It does not mean that this team is not prepared to fill the roles and the spaces that has vacated with Walker Kessler, with Jabari Smith. I think personally, and I've been trying to say this a lot, if you've been on our live streams on Wednesday night here on YouTube, you'll know that I've preached a lot that this team was already complete and probably didn't really need to have Julian Phillips for sake of other players that are currently on the team that might feel a little left out, squeezed out, might have caused some more transitions, some more transfers to happen. 
I'm not saying that I know that for a fact, but it kind of feels like the room would get really crowded because Auburn, by the scholarship count, if everybody's doing their math correctly, has one scholarship available left. And that seemed to be ready for Julian Phillips to take that right away. A lot of people will also talk about the fact that we need a guard, that we need a shooter. And while you may be correct in that, you may be looking at last year's team and saying, okay, we see who our guard play is, we see what their skill set is, and based off of last year, shooting was not their strong point. Well, definitely you could make a case that we would want to go to the transfer portal, we would want to pull in a recruit that's not committed yet, but I think basically everybody is. Somebody that is a much better shooter. But that's negating a year's worth of training, a year's worth of preparation, a year's worth of developing yourself as a shooter for already, who's already here. So I'm not even going that far with it in terms of talking about we need a shooter. I, I get everybody's point on that, but I don't necessarily think that's what we need. Moving it back a little bit to Jillian Phillips and his uh, commitment. You know, a lot of people talked about, you know, he got paid a lot more by Tennessee. There was a day where I would just kind of look and roll my eyes at people, but those days are gone because it's all out in the open with NIL now, and so everybody's saying that we couldn't pay as much or things like that. Is that true? Nobody really knows. The only ones that know are Julian and Tennessee and anybody else that was offered them money (laughs) because we weren't part of those deals. We weren't privy to them. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, is whether it was for money, whether it was for playing time, frankly, Yes, did money probably play into this a little bit? Yes. I think playing time and having to compete for spots with a very loaded Auburn basketball team is part of the reason that Julian Phillips decided to go to Tennessee, or even if he hadn't gone to Tennessee, would have decided to go to another route. Because there was a point, people forget this, there was a point uh, earlier this week where there was a lot of discussion that he was potentially going to go to the G League. And I think that that is probably something that was a reality earlier on in the week. Did things change in the middle of the week? We'll never know how it all shook out because only Julian know, only family, his family know, and only Auburn, Tennessee, uh, the G League officials who make those type of decisions, they're the only ones that are privy to those types of things that are actually going on. We're just all speculating at this point, trying to make sense. And what makes sense to us? Why didn't he pick Auburn? Well, it's got to be money, right? I don't know. I think it's really has to do with playing time. Not that he would or would not have started coming right in. A lot of people would assume that he probably would have started. But a lot of people even pointed out some commentators that he has some size-wise, some growing up to do in terms of uh, filling out a little bit, a little bit on the, I don't want to call him skinny because he's nowhere near skinny compared to me or many other people that are watching and listening to this. Uh, but there is, this is not a player that came in my understanding of the experts, so-called breaking down, that's like a Jabari Smith from day one steps out there ready to go. Now we can look at Jabari and say, you know, he's pretty skinny too, but have you seen what the guy did with what he's working with right now? I don't think it really matters all that much. We don't know that for a fact with Julian Phillips, Uh, but the fact remains he's not coming to Auburn. And it doesn't mean that Auburn's going to be any less of a team without him. This is negating things like Bruce Pearl bringing in Janivroom, one of the best in especially the mid-major conference teams out there in terms of shot blocks and scoring from Moorhead State. We actually got to see him this year, and I 
vaguely remember him pr being pretty decent during that game. Is he going to be a Walker Kessler? No, nobody is. I don't want him to be a Walker Kessler. I want him to be a Janai Broom. Is Juwan Treor going to be a Jabari Smith? No, but I don't want him to be. I want him to be Juwan Treor and what he needs to be for this team. So I think it, right there, those two picks right there, even though they're in effect replacing those two players, they're not going to be exactly the same and I don't want them to be. And if Julian Phillips had decided to come to Auburn, I don't necessarily want him to be replacing X or Y or Z. You know, if we were just going to say, you know, mix and match here, Devin Cambridge, I don't want him to replacing Devin Cambridge because Dev Devin Cambridge had a different skill set than Julian Phillips probably had. But it will be interesting when we get to see him later on this season. I'm assuming we'll at least see Tennessee once uh, playing and how the teammates take that. Because if you look at some of the reactions on Twitter, I think some of them are even like saying interesting and things like that. I believe I saw some current or former Auburn players mentioning things or saying things that seemed like they were commenting on the decision to go to Tennessee. Will it be the right move? Well, only time will tell. A lot of people were comparing it to Justin Powell, JP to JP, Jalen Phillips, Justin Powell. <laughs> it's a completely different situation, but I digress. Julian Phillips coming to Auburn doesn't mean that this team is in desperate need of something and is now less complete. Um, a lot of people, again, as I already talked about, are switching their focus to bringing in a shooter or something, something like that to fill that extra spot. I really, and I encourage folks to start thinking this way. Frankly, I think you need to start preparing that unless the right situation comes up at the right time, that that spot is not going to be filled. I could be wrong. And part of me hopes I'm wrong because I love seeing people come be part of the Auburn family and be part of our program. That makes me happy every single time. But what makes me more happy is that a guy like Jalen Williams who has paid his dues, has been here, has had to sit behind, quote-unquote, some other players who seem to be, at the time that they were here, more talented, more ready to go professional, and needed that extra time to make that case for themselves. But yet, every time he comes into the game, he is an incredible force to be reckoned with, just simply from consistency alone. He can score, he can play defense, He's not a liability. You expect when you have a guy come off the bench that there's going to be a drop-off somewhere. That doesn't happen with Jalen uh, Williams. If Phillips comes to Auburn, where does that leave Jalen Williams? I'm not going to assume that he would sit the bench again because Bruce Pearl has, himself has been adamant, and especially at the end of the season, how much he wants to build the future team around Jalen. And I think that goes to show you that Bruce Pearl recognizes how important he is to this program right now, not just from the unseen things that he's doing, but what he has been to this program for hanging around, waiting, biding his time. Personally, I think it's Jalen Williams' time to shine just a little bit. And I'm not saying that he's going to start right away simply because of these things. He's got to earn it just like anybody else has. But if Phillips comes to Auburn, that makes that a really tough call for Jalen Williams, do I want to have to risk having to ride the bench again if this guy proves to be maybe a little bit better 
than we anticipated coming right in. Because you could have seen a, a lineup with Janai Broom, Yawan Treor, Jalen uh, Williams, maybe, Phillips, Katie Johnson, Zeb Jasper. That could be what it is. But now without that there, you've got a little bit of extra room, a little bit of wiggle room. So what happens with this extra scholarship now? Again, a lot of people are assuming we can go with uh, a guard, someone out there that we um, probably could use a little bit of a shooting help with based off of last year. But again, I would stress to you all, do not overlook the improvement that can happen for some of the guards that are here right now. Will it be leaps and bounds? Will they be a, Bry a Bryce Brown? No, they won't. They definitely won't. Nobody's going to be the exact copy of, the, of someone else that we've had. So we can't make the assumption that that's what we need because that's what worked in the past. Sports change. Each individual point, uh, sport changes within itself. Their offenses change, defenses change, schemes change. So you can only do what you have to work with at the time. You can only play with the chess pieces that are there. So will we go get a shooter? Will we go get a three guard, potentially? But I believe we have those pieces already here that we need. I think it's likely that Bruce will hang on to that scholarship for the off chance that someone becomes available that you just can't pass on. But also what they like to have happen a lot, because these are these feel-good stories, is a senior walk-on who hasn't, or an upperclassman at least, received that scholarship yet because if you're able to do that for them, that's one of those big reward things where it doesn't really hurt you. We've seen it happen in the past for players like Patrick Kime, uh, many others. And those are good rewards that you can give them at the time, and it kind of builds that camaraderie around everybody. And it doesn't hurt you in terms of wasting the scholarship for multiple years if you give it to a senior. I'm blanking on their names at the moment, but I believe there are two options available uh, currently that you could give that to. If you guys can think of them, please do put them down in the comments section here on YouTube or you can share on social media if you're listening on the, the audio formats. So that is a likely option for what happens with that extra scholarship that's still laying around. Yes, we can go get a shooter, potentially. Maybe someone else that we weren't aware was going to be available comes out. But I think it's likely Bruce Pearl keeps that in the back pocket and says, let me just see what happens and keep it for the potential to reward someone for the future that's been here for quite some time. So it's a double thing. And then just another thing that I'm thinking about is in terms of the fallout of Julian Phillips not deciding to come to Auburn. Janai Broom, I think it was, I don't know if it was today or not, but I at least saw the report today. Uh, even though he had committed to come to Auburn, to transfer to Auburn from Moorhead State, he had decided to keep himself in the NBA draft just for the time being. Now, I'm not saying that this specific situation is what convinced him to pull his name out, but he has. I think the Julian Phillips thing is having a ripple effect across, obviously, college basketball, but especially Auburn basketball. Less competition, less people to compete for time against, even though they're not playing the same positions, opens up the idea and saying, hey, you know what? This team seems prepared for me to fill this role, and I need to be here now and not just put myself in the NBA draft just because I think I can, I think I should be. So all this to kind of wrap up to say, if you think that Auburn's team is now going to fall apart simply because they didn't get Julian Phillips, don't be that way. Be happy that you got Trey Orr. Be happy that you got Broom. Be happy that you got Chance Westry, Trey Donaldson coming in to fill some roles that a lot of people see that we need in terms of guard play, shooting. Those guys, we haven't seen how they are into the mixture yet. 
But will something else happen? We'll just have to wait and see. I just wouldn't anticipate it at this moment, but obviously things change on the fly fast. Regardless of that, I wish Jillian Phillips the best of luck, except when you're playing Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers. You did choose the wrong shade of orange after all. So those are my thoughts on the situation with Jillian Phillips. I'd love to hear your take on this and everything that I had to say here. If there's anything that I missed in the breakdown of the situation, please do share it here on YouTube. Or if you want to hit me up on social media, the E2C Network on social media, we can continue the conversation over there. As always, make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube and on the podcast to get this type of content all the time, but every other bit of content that we're putting out. And I appreciate you being here to talk with me about the whole of the Auburn experience. Until we talk to you again, War Eagle.